You're listening to the Ending Human Trafficking Podcast. This is episode number 147, Building for a Healthy Future, Survivor Mentorship and Life Skills. Produced by Innovate Learning, Maximizing Human Potential. Welcome to the Ending Human Trafficking Podcast. My name is Dave Stahoviak. And my name is Sandy Morgan. And this is the show where we empower you to study the issues, be a voice, and make a difference in ending human trafficking. And Sandy, uh, we have another great guest today. Uh, And I'm so excited to continually um, make connections and to have conversations with people who are doing so many Great things in so many different areas, and uh, and today is absolutely no exception. We're gonna, uh, I know we're gonna learn a lot today in a, in a very different way than we learned last time. And I'm very excited to welcome a new friend. Her name is Judy Lamborn. She was born in Los Angeles, but she comes from St. Louis, Missouri now, and comes out here to California. Commutes. That's a big commute in order to be the director of Mentorship and Life Skills Programming for Open Gate International. So Judy, first of all, we welcome you to the show and tell us a little about about Open Gate International. We haven't heard of that before. Sure, yes, thank you so much, Sandy and Dave. I'm really happy to be with you this afternoon and I'm always happy to talk about Open Gate. OpenGate International is a nonprofit organization that was founded by Deidre Pujols uh, last year in 2016. Didi and I have been friends for several years, and as our kids were growing up and just over the years talking about philanthropy and nonprofit work, human trafficking has always been something that has made its way into our conversation. Just here or there, talking about different organizations that were doing things, and we always knew just over the years that she and I were going to end up working together doing something in the field of human trafficking. We didn't know when, we didn't know where, but it wasn't until 2016 where we traveled to several different countries to find out what was really going on, who was really involved in the fight against human trafficking, and more importantly, what could we do? What was the need? So after all of our travels last year, she founded OpenGate International. And OpenGate is actually an acronym. It stands for the people that we reach out to, the oppressed, the powerless, the endangered, and the neglected. And the GATE stands for how we reach out to them, a global alternative to training and employment. Wow. When when I went to the website and saw the opening statement, it was inspiring. Let me read it for you. Everyone deserves the chance to learn and thrive. At OpenGate International, we provide that chance with vocational training, mentoring, and employment to empower the impoverished, displaced, enslaved, and forgotten. Wow. Right. Fabulous. Right. You have like this amazing job to be the one who makes that stuff happen as the director of mentorship and life skills programming. I know. I have a great saying, Sandy. I no alarm clock needed. My passion wakes me. Literally every day that I wake up, I count it a privilege and an honor to do what I do. I'm excited every single day to just pour out into the lives of people who are ready to transition back into society, but just need some help with training and employment. 
so after all of our travels last last year, what Didi and I figured out was that there was amazing law enforcement involved in the rescues and the raids, uh, rescuing people out of trafficking situations, amazing NGOs all over the world doing the rehabilitation process. But what the clarion call was, we need help with training and employment. When our survivors are finished with their rehabilitation and they're ready to transition back into society, there's no training and employment. Very few people are offering it. And that's when Deidre made the decision. That's what OpenGate is going to offer, a global alternative to training and employment. Because she's passionate about culinary arts, that was our first vocational empowerment offering. And because they have a home here in Orange County, and this is where their base is, she said, I can't do things all over the world and neglect the vulnerable populations right in my backyard. So we launched it in January, and we are getting ready to graduate our second session so in less than six months, we've graduated 17 people from our culinary arts program and have placed the majority of them in full-time positions working in the culinary field in some capacity. So I just want to tell our listeners that I visited the culinary arts school this week, and I'm going to post a picture of me with a fresh, creamy eclair. It was amazing. And the students, Chef Brent and Judy, it it was a professional experience. It was a professional kitchen. Outstanding. I would want to hire graduates from that program if I had a restaurant. And if you're listening to this and you know someone that would like to hire these graduates, go to our show notes and you'll get the link to the culinary arts program. So I I just had to do my little ad for that because I was so inspired as I tasted that amazing eclair. So now back to um, the real meat of the program. Tell us what happens in that eight weeks. Sure. We, uh, we search out uh, different NGOs in the Orange County area looking for people, uh, clients that they serve that are passionate about culinary arts that wouldn't normally be able to have a field or, or do any kind of a position because they've not gone to culinary school. So we begin by all the basics. Our students learn from day one food prep. They learn food safety. They learn the dangers of the kitchen. They learn first aid. They learn everything from the ground up. Our chef is a world-renowned chef. Uh, Brent Southcombe comes to us from the New Zealand part of the world, where he, in the 1990s, was chef of the nation. And so Deidre has spared no expense to bring the very best in to teach our students. He teaches them all the classical French knife cuts. They have excellent knife skills when they finish our program. He teaches them very basic things, such as mother sauces, he teaches all of the pastry work. He teaches uh, uh, savory work so that when they leave and graduate after eight weeks, they are equipped with the tools that they need to walk into any culinary situation in an entry-level position, whether it's in a hotel, a catering business, a bakery, what a restaurant. We work with the student and ask them what their passion is. And then from there, we reach out to local businesses and see if we can find a perfect match there. So once they graduate, it doesn't stop there. We advocate for them, try to find them a full-time position, and then we continue with the mentorship. Once they're working, we keep a relationship with the chef there, working with him, finding out how they're doing. Are they showing up for work on time? Are they doing a good job? Is there any area that they need help? 
it's it's an ongoing relationship and the employers play a huge role in being part of the team that is the continuing education for the students. It's a really amazing program that we've been able to put together in a very short amount of time. I was very impressed with the professional demeanor of the students. I mean, they they wore the um, traditional white kitchen uniform. And so you knew, you felt like everything is sparkling clean here. I would be happy to eat anything they produce. I was already asking, so how do I, how do I get food catered from, from the culinary arts school? But I think they're going to have to scale it up a little bit before they're ready for that kind of enthusiasm. So how can we, as, as a community, be um, helpful to the launch of the of this vocational effort? Well, what I found out in, in my time here in Orange County is that you have the most amazing human trafficking task force that I've seen in all the research that I've done since I've been at Open Gate. And to connect with organizations that have clients, survivors that are interested, we are, we are interested in partnering with you. We're interested in coming alongside and offering a vocational empowerment opportunity for your client um, to be able to see their dream come true. And so we're looking for NGOs in the Orange County area or in the surrounding area that have clients that are interested in becoming a part of our program. We're looking for uh, community members, business leaders uh, that are looking for opportunities to volunteer. We need people who are apt to teach that want to volunteer their time and possibly coming alongside us to help teach life skills and mentoring. We're looking for people that will support us, of course, financially. Um, we need to rent the kitchen. We need to buy the food. It costs us approximately $3,800 at this point for each student that goes through the program. We don't uh, request that the NGOs uh, pay this, you know, for their students to come in because we never want finances to be the reason that a survivor is held back from being able to see their dream come true by having a position in the culinary field. We're also looking for business leaders uh, within the community that will hire our graduates, just like you were speaking about, Sandy. These are hoteliers. These are people in the hospitality industry, restaurant people. Um, we want to make connections with other chefs in the area. Um, different catering opportunities. So just to give an opportunity for our students and have a, a menu, per se, uh, that they would be able to choose from when it comes time to place them in employment. Okay. So when I walked in for my site visit, I, I interrupted a lesson review of the last seven weeks. And I was absolutely mesmerized as you taught this group of students about the value of teamwork. Can you um, kind of go over that content a little bit and why that's so important for these particular graduates? Sure. Um, the curriculum is actually 16 lessons. It's eight weeks, two times a week, so it's 16 lessons. So the lesson that you got to hear uh, was the review at the end of the class, and it was the topic of teamwork. We talk about uh, the absolute necessity of being able to work on a team, especially within the culinary field, because quite often you will be teamed up with another group of sous chefs or line cooks or prep cooks, and you'll have to work together in order to produce what the executive chef is asking for. And so it takes a lot of practice and it takes some effort to be a member of a team. Um, one of the things that we talk about is how can you incorporate this in the, in the daily part of your life? We teach them why is it important 
How has it hurt you in the past that you haven't been a good team player? And what are some things that you can begin doing today that will help you be that good team player? I always put an emphasis on them taking ownership of any particular life skill or mentorship point because I want them to understand that they can direct their destiny. They can control their emotions. They can um, make right decisions and take positive steps. So we talked about realizing that you will always be able to do more with a team than you can by yourself. And that's, that's a huge point for them. You can get more done together than you can separately. You know, I teach them you need the world and the world needs you. The second thing we talked about was being willing to cover for your team members or maybe um, the weaknesses of others on the team. But for instance, if somebody drops the ball, I ask them, what do you do if someone on your team drops the ball? And we talked about you pick it up and you don't make an announcement when you pick it up and brag to everyone that you picked up someone's drop ball. You just simply humbly pick up the ball and keep going. So being willing to cover for the weaknesses of others on your team. And we teach them that a win for one member of the team is a team win. And a loss for one member of the team is a team loss. We talked about a basketball team, uh, Michael Jordan, if you will, one of the best basketball players that's ever, ever lived. Um, he was the one on the court, but when the Chicago Bulls won the national championship, everyone that was associated with the team, whether or not they ever spent one minute on the court, they got the championship ring as well. And so a, a win for one member of the team is a win for the entire team. We talk about staying in your lane and taking care of your responsibilities. Be willing to jump in, though, when the team is facing an all-hands-on-depth type of a situation. Don't be so siloed into your specific job that you're not willing to step out and say, okay, wait a minute, I see that you need help. Let me help you. and We'll get this done together. We also uh, talk about keeping the overall team vision in the forefront of their mind. And a team has to be unified. We talked about two uh, visions. When you have die vision, you have two visions. The vision is two visions. And a team can't have two visions. It's got to be singular in its unified front with its vision going forward in order for it to accomplish and have the utmost effectiveness uh, and capability. And so after we talk about these things, I ask them for feedback. In the classroom that we use at the Hood Kitchen Space in Costa Mesa, they have a chalkboard where I can write. And so I always get feedback from them because I want them to understand that their contribution is important, that they contribute to the conversation. And as they do that, they value they value what each other says, and they, they, make it, they take ownership of it, and they make it their own. So teamwork is a huge, huge part of being able to work in the culinary field and a huge part of what we teach our students so that they can begin to work together as a team and, and take that moving forward into their new position. So when I'm listening to you, I'm thinking, wow, I would want new employees in any um, discipline in any industry to have those kinds of life skills of being able to work well with others, um, to be able to pick up a drop ball that somebody else dropped and not announce it to the whole world, but to have that grace and humility because you're just part of the team. So those kinds of skills will definitely equip them to be valued employees. And as you are providing that kind of job readiness, that empowers them to be able to thrive and to really meet your overall open gate international goals. I I think the part that I believe you are are really going to 
need to see happen here. And it's why I wanted you to be on the podcast. And I know people are listening from a lot of different areas, but here in Orange County, this is an opportunity for all of us to collaborate, to begin to pull together the client services and find those people that their passion last week or the last podcast, we talked to Stacy Jewell and she said to us, there is no one size fits all for, for our survivors. And so finding the ones that this is really something they want to do, that's not going to be all one particular nonprofit, one particular client service program. And this is a very unique niche in the market. And we have to find students that are going to be passionate about this. But the best part is that it's not just giving them the specific skills for this. I saw community volunteers that were there with the students who are their um, life skill mentors. I'm not sure what title. Talk about how someone in Orange County could help by being a mentor in the Open Gate program. Sure. A mentorship is a huge part of what we do because we only have them for eight weeks. So if you have been looking uh, for a place to invest your time, uh, invest your wisdom, your life experiences, and you want to come alongside someone and just pour yourself into them, we provide an excellent turnkey opportunity for that. Um, what you saw, Sandy, was one of our students is working with a mentor through the nonprofit that referred her to our program, and she comes to visit uh, just to show her support for the student, to let her know we are all in this together and that we support you. You have a team. You have cheerleaders. We believe in you. You can do it. Because for our students, so many of them have not heard that ever, sometimes in their life, but definitely not recently. And so if you're in this community and you've been looking for a way to get plugged into doing something, you know that human trafficking is out there, you want to do something, you're not going to travel abroad, you know, to be involved in rescues and raids, you, you may not even want to be involved, you know, on a, on a daily or hourly basis, but you can commit maybe one day a week or you can commit a couple of days a week absolutely get in touch with us. We would love to match you with some of our students and be involved in pouring in your life into supporting someone and seeing their dream come true. I'll tell you, Sandy, there's nothing like seeing the hope return back to someone's eyes and their countenance when they see that there's a possibility for a brighter future for them. And that's why I tell you that there's no, there's nothing better that I would love to be doing is because every single day when we pour ourselves out into these people who deserve a second chance at life and having their dreams come true, there's no better thing you could be doing. There's no more satisfaction and contentment than knowing you have poured yourself into someone and it's made a positive difference. They have a different outlook on life because you had a chance to spend time with them you know, and, and mentor them. So we are definitely looking for people to get involved in all capacities. Um, we're happy to receive, we're open for suggestions, we're open for ideas. We're less than six months old, and so it's a very new organization. We're looking for different vocations, um, different uh, empowerment opportunities, not just culinary. We know that our survivors are going to want some different vocational opportunities that we could take that specific, that specific skill set 
match it with our life skills and mentorship curriculum. And now we have a whole other program that we can make available to our, our survivors. So if you're a business owner and you believe that you would be able to offer your time, your possibly the space in your business, and you want to make that available, please get in contact with us because we would love to begin to dialogue with you to see how we could collaborate to help more survivors in the future. And really, this is the launch year for Open Gate International. And um, this is where Deidre lives. So this is home base. And what are you guys planning in July to really launch this? We have an amazing event that we are planning. Uh, it's, our, it's our initial gala. And it's scheduled for July 17th. And it's going to be at the Duke right here in uh, Costa Mesa in the Newport Beach area. And there are still, I believe there are still tables available. We are looking for people to sponsor tables. We are looking for people to come alongside us and catch the vision. Um, It is going to be an absolutely amazing evening. All of the information for the gala and opportunities to participate in that are on our website, which is www.opengateintl.org. So we'll have that on our uh, that link on our show notes. I was I was really inspired by the theme of the gala: heroes and living legends. Right, and as soon as you you jump on our website or our Instagram or our Facebook, you'll see that our logo is actually two superheroes: one woman and one man and they are standing in front of the world and it is our the the hashtag or our mission statement is discover the hero within which is actually what we're doing every single day as we continue to to reach out to these survivors we're helping to tap in to the passion that's on the inside of them to uncover and awaken and spark again the dream that was on the inside of them maybe even as a child the thing that they always wanted to do something that they're passionate about. So we encourage them and we empower them to discover the hero within. So the theme for the evening is living legends, heroes. It's going to be, really is going to be an amazing evening. I'm really looking forward to it. And the idea that the logo for the event has a man and a woman was, of course, to me, very appealing uh, because I often say we have to do this together. It's not a women's issue. It's a human issue. And men and women together are needed to really do this battle well. And there are people who are counting on us. So any last comments before we sign off here? We're just starting to get to know you. Um, and we want to welcome Open Gate to Orange County. Well, we are thrilled to be here. I couldn't be happier uh, to spend Uh, time in Orange County, getting to know the business leaders here. Um, I've built relationships with the city leaders in Costa Mesa, and it's an amazing place to live. What a wonderful community uh, that you have here. And just being able to meet you, Sandy, and excited about what's going to happen in the future there. We're happy to be here. We're here to stay. We're here to make a difference. Uh, We're here to empower people, and we're looking for people to come alongside that we can link arms together. Because just like we said, teamwork, we can definitely do more together than we can separately. So we're looking forward to even meeting more new friends just like you. Well, it's going to be exciting. And I love that you're so close to Vanguard University. So it'll be an opportunity for our students to maybe do some internships and volunteering. And I often talk to people about 
what our role at the Global Center for Women and Justice is. And I think that's one of the reasons I loved your lesson on teamwork. The point of everybody stays in their own lane. Um, We roll faster when we do what we do really well. Education is what we do at the Global Center for Women and Justice. We equip other leaders, our students. We do professional development so that people can be part of the anti-trafficking movement and do it with excellence, um, not do harm to other people, to victims, um, not re-exploit. I, again, want to make sure you go back and listen to Stacy Jules uh, talking about the survivor's perspective and educating and equipping our, our listening audience on ending human trafficking. That is what we do, and we are so happy to be able to have other partners in the community that are doing things like you're doing, Judy. I want to remind people that are listening to us that it's time now to start planning for Ensure Justice 2018, March 2nd and 3rd. And Judy, as we start partnering together, we want to invite you to have a, a workshop at Ensure Justice and begin to get more engaged with our local community. Education and nonprofits that are making a difference, it, we are definitely partners in this together. Well, I'm excited about that. Thank you for the invitation. I'm already looking forward to it. Can see how it can it's going to be a huge, huge blessing. All right. So thanks for being on the show. And we will look forward to uh, watching what happens with Open Gate International. Thank you so much. Well, and thank you, Judy and uh, Sandy. You know, we have so many wonderful partners we've become friends with and built relationships with over the years. And it's just so exciting to see more and more partners working together to address this issue. And, uh, and you're one of our partners, too, if you're listening. You're the person who's utilizing what you're learning here on the show to be a voice and ultimately make a difference in ending human trafficking. And we hope that you'll connect with us if there's questions that have been raised during this conversation today that you'd like to check out. Of course, check out uh, OpenGate International's website. If you have a question specifically, go to gcwjatvanguard.edu. That's our email address. You can drop us a line there or 714-966-6360. And as Sandy mentioned, this is a project of the Global Center for Women and Justice here at Vanguard University. And we'll see you in two weeks. Thanks, Sandy. Thanks, Dave. Take care, everyone.